It's a gospel on the radio talk show. A show about dreams and visions and a church that is indeed triumphant, alive, and well. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Oh, Tallahassee, this is the Gospel on the Radio Talk Show. I'm Pastor Jack King. I am your host, and it's good to be with you here on uh, 94.1 on your radio dial. And um, show number 1038 today. And you may remember we have a few rules. We don't talk sports, politics, or doctrine, but we do always speak well of one another. And uh, that seems to have worked out real well over the years. And I do appreciate you for tuning in. Let me give you an invitation that if you're involved in Christian ministry, you need to call me and let me get you on the show. And we'll talk about whatever it is that you are passionate about when it can, concerns the kingdom of God. Today, I have a return guest with me here. I like returners when they come back. It's Carolyn Perlato, and she's with 40 Days for Life. Did I get that right? You did. Okay. And, um, well, it hadn't been that long since you've been with us because when you were here before, you were actually in the middle of the campaign. Yes. We do a spring campaign and a fall campaign. So that was a spring campaign, and we're about to start our fall campaign. Okay. So it hadn't even been a year yet. No, no. It's twice a year. Okay. Okay. Tell us about 40 Days for Life. Well, 40 Days for Life is an organization that was started in 2007 in Texas, um, because the, the people that started it were, were very passionate about, about the fact that, that so many women were getting abortions from abortion clinic and clinics. And they decided that what they needed to do is fast and pray. So they started this, just a few people started praying outside an abortion clinic, um, every, every day. And, they found that, that, for one thing, the the people that did the work in the abortion clinic did not like them to be there at all. And uh, they were able to talk to women. They were able to be an example to people. And slowly, it took it took quite a while, but after several years, the abortion clinic closed. That's amazing. Yes. Yeah. Now, there's a movie that's been made concerning this. Yes. And uh, I got a chance since the last time you were here, I had an opportunity to see the movie. Mm -hmm. And so as you were talking here and talking about uh, standing outside the fence, now I don't know whether the the depiction was just like the clinic. I think it was pretty accurate. And uh, basically it was kind of an iron wrought type of fence, but you could see through it real well. And they would just be there being peaceful. And they would say, um, uh, ma'am, can I talk to you before they would go into the clinic as they were getting out of the car? Mm-hmm. And uh, um, I remember in the movie after um, Abby Johnson's yeah. the lady's name, after she had, had stopped doing the abortion, she actually joined 40 Days for Life. She told him, she said, your presence out there made a difference. Yes. Yes. And they didn't, they weren't sure of that until then. Right, and she's right. been very faithful and is yeah. still part of 40 Days for Life today. She does a lot of other things also, but yeah. she's been very powerful. Well, the thing about the movie uh, that uh, really struck me, first of all, was that they, they talked about in the beginning how that the, the compassion of Planned Parenthood and they were just concerned about the women and that sort of thing. But it turned out toward the end that wasn't the case at all. And it was very clearly, as they depicted in a movie, that money 
was a motivating factor behind their wanting to get their numbers up of women who were being aborted. And to me, that just reveals so much. Well, and they, when they're um, brought before Congress or to testify or whether when they give public interviews, they say, oh, we do so many things other than abortion. You know, we do, I don't know, some huge number of procedures a year and only a certain percentage are abortion. But the way they get to that number is every single thing they do is counted separately. So if they give you, you know, a blood test and a couple of other tests, each one of those is a procedure. And so they greatly inflate the number of procedures oh. they do every year. But they're, the thing they make the money from is abortion. Yeah. And they make a lot of money. And, of course, now we know that I don't know if all Planned Parenthoods do this, but quite a few of them sell the baby parts. And so mm. that's another source oh, yeah. of income. Yeah. And I am told, and I don't know this from personal experience, but another profit center for them now is uh, giving hormones to, to young girls who want to do sex change. And so that people bring sometimes very young girls in there and they, they give them whatever the drugs are. And that's becoming a big profit center for them also. Okay. So, so it just, it just reveals that the true motivation uh, behind a lot of these things are. And of course, it just uh, never ceases to amaze me. Somehow or another, uh, our government keeps wanting to give them money. And, and uh, uh, my understanding is that they'll, they'll have a clinic and it'll, it'll come under pressure or whatever, and they'll just change the name of it and go someplace else. And somehow or another, they continue to keep getting the funding. Well, and they used to say, uh, or people would, would make excuses where they said, oh, they give vital women's health care. They do mammograms. They do all this stuff. And, and even Planned Parenthood has to say, no, we don't do mammograms. We refer you out. So the real nitty-gritty women's health care that they say they give, much of it they don't give. I mean, they may refer you someplace right, else, but they right. don't actually do it. What they really do is abortions. Right. And, of course, they're very devoted to that. No, they are. No question about it. Now, are you familiar at all with the um, the legislation that's recently been passed in Texas? You know, I'm not deeply familiar with it, um, but I, it's, it's, it's very the, – the reason the Supreme Court – um, did not stay the cases because of the way it's pre- all procedural. It's all civil procedure. The way they wrote the law is um, government officials can't enforce it. They have no enforcement powers. The only way it can be enforced is by private citizens suing. And so the people that took the, the, the case to the Supreme Court didn't have standing to sue, and that's why they rejected it. It, it had nothing to do with yeah, the marriage. So it's not over. Oh, not it's no, only not, it hadn't not, even not really a long begun shot. Yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, I, I just applaud Texas for their courage. <laughs> well, and it's yeah. made everybody think about it and talk about it, which right, I'm assuming right. is part of the part of yeah. the plan. I remember back. Uh, this has been several years ago when, when uh, Bob Martinez was governor of Florida. Mm-hmm. That the Florida legislature passed something uh, I don't I don't even want to say it's similar to that but they passed something that had to do with abortion and boy I'm telling you what they came after that boy they really did and I, I've had I had an opportunity just to speak with Governor Martinez in a, I was just at this place and he was there and I just had a moment and I just asked him about it I said well, you know, what led you to do that he says well when you have um, when you have a conscience about something you have to follow that <laughs> and I said well I like the sound of that now it may have had something to do with him not winning the next election because he only had one term. Yeah. And, so, and all of these things, uh, politics 
it's, it's a part of it. There's no getting around the oh, fact absolutely. that politics is part of it. But the sad thing is they passed Roe v. Wade so many years ago, the Supreme Court, and, and my personal belief is that it is a matter for the states and that they just created this this right out of whole cloth. Right. And I don't I, – Everybody's talking about the Texas law now, but the real the real thing that's coming up first that's very interesting is the Mississippi case, Dodds, which they are going to hear, and there will be oral arguments very soon. I think oh, really? maybe in September. Okay. Um, and this is a direct challenge to okay. Roe v. Wade, and there are all sorts of reasons. You know, when they passed Roe v. Wade, um, they talked about viability. And back then, you didn't have ultrasounds. They knew much less about oh, yeah. the developing sure. baby. So, so viability, there's just a greater understanding of viability now. And there are a lot of things that they based Roe on. I mean, I think the law was wrong. I think that the, there is no federal right. Um, but there are also all these factual things that have changed. So Dodds is going to be a really important case. Wow. Because when you consider the fact that if, if somebody – uh, kills a woman who has a, a fetus, mm-hmm. then they'll be charged twice. It's not in all states, I don't think, but in a lot of states. So, but so, so they're saying in that case, yeah, that's a human in yeah. you. But then in the other case, but you can kill it if yeah. you want to. Yeah, there is inconsistency there, and those things need to be addressed as such. Yeah, uh, like I said, uh, this is, was a seventy-two, seventy-three uh, Roe versus Wade. Yeah, I think somewhere it was in there. Yeah. yeah, that's a long time ago. And, and you're right; things have changed since. And of course, right now, the Supreme Court supposedly. <laughs> <laughs> it's supposed to be leaning more conservative. We we question that. <laughs> well, sometimes. and you know, my feeling is, I, mean, I don't think the Supreme Court should be conservative or liberal. I think that they should they should make a decision on the law, and and I think that that's what you're going to see. You're not going to see. I mean, both conservatives and liberals are going to be disappointed because because they're going to they're going to make decisions based on the law, and they're not going to agree agree yeah. either. But hopefully. That's what they're looking at, and not an ideology. But I think this—I think the Mississippi case is going to be very interesting, and I—it's possible. In fact, I just saw something. Somebody asked DeSantis a question, and he didn't answer it directly. But I, if Roe v. Wade is overturned, then it doesn't mean that abortion becomes illegal. No. It means it goes back to the states. Back to the states, and yeah. so it may be every state's going to have to look at their abortion laws. New York's already done it. They passed a law that you can have an abortion up to literally the baby can be in the birth canal right, and right. you can abort it. And, and, and what you'll have is you'll have people moving from state to state, yeah, to go do what it is they want to do. Right. And, and, and I understand all that, but still, I think as a nation that we we have to address this. I mean, this is a tragedy. I mean, I'm sure you have somewhere along the line passed by where maybe a church has put out the crosses. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking about something that will get your attention. 60 million people. Yeah. We would have 60 million more people. And who knows? They would have been doctors and nurses and artists. There would be all these people who would have added so greatly to society right, right. and they were never allowed yeah, to exist. It might have been a, a kicker for the Florida State Seminoles. Exactly, they, exactly. It seems so desperately. They might not have lost to Jacksonville. Uh, we don't talk sports here. That's <laughs> <laughs> right, you don't talk sports, which is good because I don't know anything about sports. <laughs> but you knew that though, didn't I you? I did know that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, the, the truth is, you're right, there's people who uh, who have not been able to exist, who knows, 
right. what potential it could be. Yes. And so, yeah, but I think as we stand before God, I think that's the important thing. As we stand before God as a nation, how's God going to view this? Yes. And I can't see God smiling at, at all of these uh, deaths of these young children who've just been slaughtered, and especially in the movie. Yes. When when uh, she has to go back there, and she'd never been behind the door when they were actually performing procedures. She was, uh, I don't, at that time, I don't think she was running the clinic yet. But it's she, just like number two. Yeah, she was high there, but she never has to. We're talking about Abby Johnson now in the, in the movie. What's the name of the movie again? Unplanned. Unplanned. She'd never actually seen a procedure but so one day people were out and they just needed some help and they said can you go back there and she saw it for herself and when that doctor made that statement beam me up scotty that really got to her yeah and because that's just how this this man had done this so much his conscience was so seared but i've heard stories of, of this nature mm. uh, of the of what happens there oh yeah uh, and and it's you know i don't mean to get too graphic, but it's it's just cruel what what they do absolutely to to a, a person. Yes, I mean, uh, I mean, we've all seen the the pictures of the of the baby in the womb, mm-hmm. children and grandchildren. But I was, we were having our baby, my wife and I. We didn't have all that. Right. You know, we no. we did not know whether we we're going to have a boy or a girl until there they are. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and I don't know. Looking back, I don't know that I would change that. Yeah. Because, uh, well, it was always fun. <laughs> so, but now everybody they go they they see the ultrasound they have the the baby reveal party yeah. <laughs> that right. sort of thing, and you can see that baby there. And you can see the heartbeat. But what's so interesting is the people that that are pro-choice, that are support abortion, to them, it's not a baby unless they decide it's a baby. And if it's uh-huh. my baby and I want it, then it's a baby. But if it's my baby and I don't want it, then it's not a baby. And to me, it's it's the whole mindset is extremely illogical. It's either baby or it's not. True, true. Now, where does your passion come from for, for all, all of this? Um. I partly, maybe it's just, it is the, the illogic of, of people who mm-hmm. say babies aren't babies. I mean, I believe, I mean, I believe that a baby is a child of God and a person from the moment of conception. And, and it's, the baby is, is not, is a totally different person than the mother. Everybody says it's the mother's choice, but you're choosing to kill a, a completely different person. Right, right. You don't, it's otherwise, if if you think you can can kill the baby, it's a chattel. It's like a slave. Uh-huh. I mean, you're going back to the days of slavery and saying, "I own this person, and I can do anything I want with it." Um, and I just think that's morally wrong. Wow. Well, the thing is, is you're you're making a decision for somebody else. Exactly. That person can't speak for and, themselves, and yeah. that's what they just won't admit uh-huh. that it's another. They yeah. they, they won't completely internalize the fact that this is another person, a whole other person has nothing to do with the mother. I mean, the mother, you know, is taking care of it, true. Right, right. But but it's not an extension or a possession. I remember at one time, this is back in the um, 80s, I guess it was. You remember the life chain? Yes. Okay. 
um, we we participated that a couple times, and uh, we would go right up the hill from where we are. We were recording at Eighth Avenue, and just right up, right up, right up, up the hill, and mm-hmm. we would. And of course, with a, with a uh, life chain, you disappeared, <laughs> and, yeah. it, and it only lasted one hour, and then you'd be gone. And uh, but while we were doing that, of course, the people are driving by and they're hawking their horns at you, and you're not supposed to respond back, and we tried not to. But a gentleman came up to me who I knew, who used to go to my church at one time, and I hadn't seen him for a while. And he challenged me about, he said, okay, he said, I understand your 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 feelings about the, the babies and uh, being aborted, but he said, what are we going to do with these children that are born who the people don't want them? And uh, I think that's a huge issue that, that has to be addressed. It's, a, it's an issue, but I think people greatly, they don't understand they greatly exaggerate it. I've had I've had people say that to me, but in Tallahassee, there's just quite a few wonderful organizations that take care of the mothers and babies. Right, they provide them all sorts of services and friendship and mentoring, and they're there for them oh, because yeah. they realize yeah. that. And, but plus, I mean, if you don't really don't want to raise your child or can't, there's so many people who want to adopt. Right. They go all over the world to get children to adopt because we don't have any babies that are put up for adoption anymore. Right. Uh, Deborah Harris is a, a lady who has a Making Miracles yes. group home. Yes, it's wonderful. And I've had Debbie, Deborah on the show. Um, in fact, uh, she came on the show when she was just getting started, and I've watched this ministry grow. The last time she was here, She's trying to buy another house. Yes, and they have. Okay. But she can only do so much unless the the community, I'm talking about the community who says, I think abortion is wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay, the same people who say that, we need to be prepared to help these people who are trying to make a difference because yes. there are people who will, they'll go ahead and have the baby, but they don't want it. Right. And they will not take care of that child. There, there. As you're talking about, there are great organizations here in our community, people who work with the adoptions. But I've heard the stories about how difficult it is to adopt a child in America. Right. They don't <laughs> yeah. make it easy, but yeah. you certainly can do it. And yeah. and if there were more babies to adopt, then I think that the systems for adopting would be stronger. Mm-hmm. But people, you know, people. I think an awful lot of people kind of look at it as a choice of either I raise the baby or I get an abortion, and there are all these other options right, right. that that uh, they don't aren't aware of, and people aren't helping them with. But I, I, when people talk to me, I, or when I talk to people about abortion, so many times they'll say, "Oh, well, I don't think abortion's a good thing," but um, you know, no, but you don't care about the the mothers, and of course, we do care about the mothers. Sure. And the babies. Sure. It's, and it's, it, that's the whole point. Yeah, you, there's a difference between a, a woman who's older and then she finds out she has an unplanned mm-hmm. pregnancy and the young girl who did something she shouldn't have done and now she's ostracized a lot of times by her family and just finds herself just scared and alone. Mm-hmm. And, and thank God for people like Deborah. Yes. And uh, she'll take these young ladies in. Well, she'll lay down the law to them because <laughs> she told me about it. And she has rules, but, she, but she'll love them. Mm-hmm. And then they'll say, and you have people like uh, like Jamie Brown at the Women's Pregnancy Center and they and how they, they just rejoice over one of these babies are born. That, yes. that, that a young woman came in, her intention was to, to uh, abort. 
and through their influence and their love, they they have the baby and they have these wonderful celebrations, and so and that and that's a great demonstration. But that has to be multiplied. I'm talking about among people who say, "Yeah, I do not believe in abortion." We've got to step up, and we got to be there. In other words, the old saying is going to put your money where your mouth is and, and where your heart is. But I always also wonder about the people who are not against abortion, but they say, oh, yeah, I don't think it's a good thing. They ought to be there, too. Mm-hmm. You sure. know, they, sure. ought, they ought to be helping these yeah. people. Because we're the church. Yes. I mean, that's, that's what the church should be. Absolutely. As such. So now, 40 days for life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Basically, your concept is you you just go out. You have a forty day campaign twice a year. Mm-hmm. You don't go out to argue with people. No, you go out and you pray. Yes. Okay. It's praying and fasting, uh, and some people who don't feel able to go out and and pray in front of the abortion clinic do it at home. I mean, the prayers are the most the most powerful and the most positive part of it. Um, but if you do feel able to go in front of the abortion facility, then in your witness, and again, the, the people that are, are coming to get abortions, you know, you hope that they will see it and, and it will make them think. In Tallahassee, um, the abortion clinic is set way back. It's like a fortress. So, you know, you don't really know who's going in and out and, and you don't get the opportunity to really talk to people that they could certainly come talk to if they wanted to. Um, but you're there, and people can see it, and people, if somebody wants to come talk to you, you're welcome to talk right. to them. But you don't ever argue, and, you, you know, it's it, it's a loving ministry. Right. So it's not like the uh, the center that's in the movie where you can just be right there. No. Because basically, they were just right outside yes. the fence. There was, you could see through the fence, and people were getting out of their cars, and and, uh, and for today, for a purpose, people were standing right there. And I must <laughs> tell you, I think that's why they built it the way they did. Right. I mean, it used well, to I'm be, sure. yeah, yeah, it used yeah. to be, and, and I'm sure there are lots and lots of abortion places around the country that are still like that. Right. But this one was built, and it was purposely built to be as far away from the street as possible and as fortress-like as possible. Okay. Now, the uh, Women's Pregnancy Center have bought a facility next door. Mm-hmm. And the last time Jamie was here, she was saying that they are purchasing another property on the other side or something like that. I'm not f- I have heard that, but I don't know. Uh, I don't have any details on it. Yeah, yeah. If something worked out and they were able to actually surround <laughs> Yes. <laughs> surround them and <laughs> such. Uh, and I, I, I just so admire people who are just bold. Yes. And then they are. They're just bold. And they'll, they'll, they'll put things out there and say, God, here we go. And it's amazing how God provides. And God <laughs> does provide. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Now, so now you're when you were here before you were in the spring campaign. Yes. And how did that go? It, it went well. Um, you know, we're not. We don't. Some places will have people in front of the clinic twenty four hours a day, and we don't. And yeah. we don't have that many people. Uh, and it is kind of a daunting place. You know, it's on Tennessee Street, but we we have people come during the day, um, and we have prayer services on Thursday night, and we had some wonderful prayer services, and we had people that that uh, you know started and found it found that it was so rewarding uh-huh. that they would come back and back and okay. and come just whenever they had time. And the people that work, they can't be there at, at, during the day, but they'll just come if they have some time and stand and pray. Okay. And um, 
and I think that they find it extremely rewarding. So, so th- this is all being coordinated through you. I mean, in a way, yeah. the Forty Days for Life has a, a Forty Days for Life is really coordinating it. Um, I mean, I try to to tell people about it and get churches involved in it, but. If you wanted to sign up, you go to the 40 Days for Life website. Okay. Um, you, you get a login and, uh, cause you, so you sign up and then you can go to the calendar for Tallahassee and choose a time and, and register to come at that, on that time. Okay. Uh, and you can register for more than one time. You can, and okay. you don't have to do it all at once. You can do it whenever you have time. And if you have time to come and you haven't registered, you can come and then go back and put it on the calendar. Okay. So. And then do I remember that there was a fee for something? In not, there? not for the people that, that pray. Okay. There's a small fee to lead it, but, but okay. Not really. In other words, you're, you're kind of like a charter group. Here in Tallahassee, in a way, yeah. yeah that's where the fee was. Yeah, we talking about that. Yeah. yeah. So, so for our individual, you just go to the website. It's forty days for purpose dot. Yeah, forty days for life dot com dot com, and you just sign up. Yeah, and and say, yeah. well, I'll pick this time. I'm going to go by yourself or take a group. Yeah, and you're you're encouraging churches to. Yes, I would love to have churches really take it up as something that they that they focus on, and also before you when you sign up when you. Uh, Log on and, and they give you a login and, and you're, before you can sign up, you do have to sign a statement that, that you agree with 40 days for life. And one of the important things is that you are going there to pray and you're not going to go argue or proselytize or be political. You're just going there right. to pray. So they, they do ask you to sign a statement, but it's, it's, uh, they want you to behave. Yeah, exactly. Okay, in other words, represent us well. Exactly. Don't do things that's going to uh, leave a negative out right. there for. I mean, before the community. Right. But now, if somebody approaches you, are you allowed to respond? Sure. Well, yes, but respond in love. Okay. You know, I mean, not not get in an argument, right. but just respond. In Does love. it happen? You know, not on Tennessee Street. It's there's no place to stop, really. So people sometimes will drive by in, in their cars and yell at you. Okay. On the other hand, often more that more than that, people will come and thank you. People okay. say really nice things to okay. you. But, but really, I as I have not had anybody really in, engage in a conversation. Um. That I can think of. Somebody yeah. might stop, be walking by and say a couple of words. Because there is a sidewalk there. There's a sidewalk. Right. And we, yeah. we stay on the right of way. It's not a very big area. Okay. Now, give me uh, exactly where is it. Explain it to me. It is, um, it's between FSU and TCC. It's on the north side of the road, um, closer to TCC. Okay. What else is around it? Um, nothing much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, now Mosaic Clinic is, is it, there, and right. there's a car dealership before you get to that. And once you pass it, there's a little strip mall. And then right after that, you get to Apple Yard. So it's it's close to TCC. Okay. So it's close to TCC, mm-hmm. and you say on the north side. Which it's on the north the, side of the road. on the right-hand side. Yeah. You're heading out. Mm-hmm. And I know you talk about the 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 backside of TCC where they didn't used to be there. But you, you could come in <laughs> off Tennessee Street now, right? Yeah, when it's I Apple went, Yard is yeah, when road. I went to TCC, you, you couldn't you could come in off Tennessee Street, mm-hmm. only off Apple Yard, right? So now there's so it's near there, yeah, on the on the right hand side. Okay, I have to check this out. I have, I have not seen this facility. And well, it's because it, again, it's set way back from the road, and it's. Um, they put a big retaining wall and a retaining pond, 
And then, then the buildings. So it's, you don't notice, if you're not looking for it, you won't notice. Is there a sign out front? There's a sign on the building. On the building. But not out front. And then Mosaic, does they have a, do they have a sign? Mosaic has a sign. They have a sign. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, okay. Well, I mean, it's just good uh, for me to get a, an eyesight. Yeah. But you're encouraging uh, pastors and churches to sign up and bring your congregation. Now, yes. you're talking about you have a service on was Thursday night? Thursday night. We have a prayer service Could because the clinic is open till I think, 730. Okay. So and who leads that service? Um well, at least one of our services this year, we're going to have a, a, a minister from um, St. Peter's Anglican, and I'm hoping I can get some other pastors that will come. Yeah. But but if um, if there's no pastor there, I lead it with the help of the people that there we share, and we okay. we read a you, litany for life and have a service. Um, and we have not generally but I've just had a gentleman offer to bring his guitar there you go yeah Yeah, I think it'd be great yeah and something you reported to me we were discussing this before we started the broadcast got to ask you had you had any response from the radio uh when you were with me on the radio, of course, now at that time we were on 97.9, uh, aired at 6 o'clock in the morning, but it was on ESPN radio, so you had a secular audience, mm-hmm. and you said that you thought that there was a, in other words, it mostly the participants had been more Anglican and, yeah, and, uh, and Catholic. And yeah. Catholic, and you began to see some Protestant yes. become part of, and I told her, I'm, I'm just going to take credit for it. <laughs> I'm not not putting that on me, but I'm talking about that maybe the so people did hear the radio broadcast and participated, and we would like to see that same thing happen it again. It would be wonderful, because yeah. it is word of mouth, and yeah. a lot of the people that come say, well, somebody told them about it, and I don't know where they heard it. They very well may have heard sure, it on the radio. Sure. So, yeah. And it's, you know, it's whoever comes, I'm so pleased right. when well, they that's, do that's come. the power of radio. It's just communication. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, it's communication only goes one way. Well, that's true. <laughs> so, so those of us who are behind the microphone, uh, we seldom ever really hear whether yeah. people hear or they don't hear um, and I know they do because I'm, at times I'm out in the community and people say oh yeah I hear the show and the only problem is when they say they heard me Pastor Jack King on the radio and I say well what show did you hear they can't tell me <laughs> yeah, or maybe they've listened to so many they're not well, sure like yeah. see I do a daily broadcast and I do a, the, the Saturday Night Gospel singing in this show and they can't figure it out yeah. and I say, but that's fine the bottom line is that you're hearing about it now and you are invited to participate. Yes. So tell them how they would do that. Well, if, if you would like to do this, um, you go to the 40 Days for Life website, you sign up. Um, my information is there. And so if you have any questions, you can email me. And um, and then you just come to the site. And, okay. and I tell everybody if they're coming for the first time and they're unsure to email me or call me and I will meet them there if I possibly can okay. so they won't have to do it by themselves. Because I think that's the big uh, problem at the beginning mm-hmm. is that people just say, what's what am I getting myself yeah, into Yeah, it's a little here? daunting. And, and, and what's going to be expected of me? Am I going to have to deal with somebody confronting me? All those questions yeah. – that you can help them work through that yes. because you don't seem to me as being somebody who's real overpowering yourself. I mean, <laughs> you seem to be a pretty gentle person to me. So, so I mean, if you can do it, yeah, then, then other people can do it as well. Absolutely. And something else that we talked about the last time you were here was uh, the impact of bringing children. Oh, it was, we had uh, several mothers from Thomasville come down on a Saturday and spend the morning there, and they all had children, and it was, 
It was wonderful. Yeah. It, it was really so powerful. You're talking about a visual. Yes. <laughs> yes. That is a visual. Yes. For, for people to say, this is what happens when you don't abort. Yes. You have these <laughs> and, wonderful And you have children. these beautiful little little children. And and uh, we, in our family, two years ago, we got babies now. There'll be two this year. Well, one of them is December, one January. And my other grandchildren had gotten up there in the six or seven. You forget what babies are like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they are so much fun. What a blessing. They, they just, uh, just to watch them grow. Yes. I have a 10 month old grandson. There you he go. is a picnic. He's yeah. so much fun. And to think that, that this child may not get that. No. It's just, it just tugs at your heart. It really does. And then, uh, and that's one of the reasons why you're here. You're, you're just sharing your, for, uh, passion for what you do and you're just volunteer right I mean oh absolutely yeah, this is something that God just laid on your heart to yes. get involved in and it seems to me like that from the last time you you just stepped up because for some reason other others could not this yes, year yes there have been very wonderful people that led this campaign in the past but for personal reasons they couldn't do it and and I didn't want there to not be a campaign right so that, that's why I'm doing it and it just amazes me that you just said well Okay. <laughs> what did your family think about that when you told them about it? They 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 think it's good. Do they? Yeah, they're perfectly happy with it. Yes. You are tuned to the uh, Gospel on the Radio talk show. If you've just joined us here on ninety four point one on your radio dial, that's Wave ninety four, and this is my new home here with the talk show. I think this is like show number seven that we've done here on ninety four point one now, but it's a total of one thousand and thirty eight of all the different stations that I've been on. I started this uh, broadcast and on uh, July the. 6, 2002, and I've interviewed a lot of people, but uh, I, I I just enjoy doing it, and I enjoy you uh, tuning in. But for those of you who may not know, you're fixing to find out that I love Southern Gospel music, and I always play at least one song on the talk show. This is the Triumphant Quartet. It's just an old hymn, Oh, What a Savior. A triumphant quartet here on the Gospel on the Radio talk show on a Sunday morning. And uh, I would imagine there's a lot of you on your way to church. Uh, some of you may be going to early service or going to Sunday school, or maybe, oh, let's hope not, but uh, there may be somebody and you're out there and, and uh, you thought about going to church, but you said, well, where would I go? I don't know anybody. Well, I got to cure. <laughs> that would be Freedom Road Christian Ministry. That's a church that I pastor at 720 capital circle northeast and storefront there but we do love visitors we'd love to see you we start at 1105 frcm.us that's our website you can check that out bring the children we have children's ministry for you and uh, we'd love the word and have great music and like I say we love having visitors and for us uh, southern gospel music lovers you want to check me out on uh here on 94.1 at 7 o'clock on Saturday night, a full hour of great Southern gospel music. And I've already done that show for this week. And it's a good one. It really is. <laughs> 
I've listened to it. I've enjoyed it. So join me at 7 o'clock and also the daily broadcast Monday through Friday here on 94.1. At 11 o'clock, uh, we get into the Word of God. That's a lot of radio, but, uh, well, it's my passion. And I love being able to bring the Word of God through music or song or through talk or just through the Word. Also... Um, you can find this show on the podcast. If you want to listen to it later, I share it with a friend. It is show number 1038. You Google, or not don't Google, <laughs> you type in on your podcast, Pastor Jack King, Tallahassee, and it'll come up and there'll be all kinds of broadcasts for you to listen to on the both the talk show and the daily broadcast. Unfortunately, we can't do the music show there. I wish we could. Miss Carolyn Pilato. And she is with 40 Days for Life. It's starting on the 22nd of September. And it will go for 40 days. Yes, till October 31st. And you can be involved. Yes. By going to 40daysforlife.com. You register there. You can register to bring your church group. Come by yourself. Uh, what else? Well, and you can you sign up and you learn about it. You can do prayer and fasting. You can. The most important thing right. to do is pray. Yeah, I was looking at the brochure that you gave me here, and it has one page that says results. More than 100 abortion facilities closed. That's amazing. And, of course, uh, that is uh, shown to us in the movie Unplanned. If you've not seen that movie, I would encourage you to get it. And um, can you get that through the website? No, I don't believe so. But you can. They were. Um, it was streaming on the streaming services, and you oh, really? can and you can buy the DVD. So it's it's available. But I yeah. don't think it's available. Very well days. done. Yes, I mean you, this is a Hollywood uh, movie. I mean, it as is. far as it's, it's they production. had it on Netflix. I don't know if they still do, but they yeah. did. Very very good. The the. Uh, Person is Abby Johnson. She was a a, a director of a clinic in uh, somewhere in Texas. I don't remember the name. And uh, well, it, it ended up that she switched sides and she became a part of the Forty Days for Life after her experiences as uh, the director of that abortion. And when after she had resigned, and then she became a part of Forty Days for Life, she told him. She said, "When you all were out there." On the other side of that fence, it made our days. <laughs> they said those were not good days for us, which told 40 Days for, uh, for Life and others who are involved in this type of thing, it, it makes a difference when you're there or when, when the presence is there. And Sister Carolyn, she's saying that this ministry, they're not there to cause a ruckus. They're not there to, to scream and yell or anything like that. They just come to pray. We're peaceful. Right. And we don't, and we would not engage, say, with the people coming for abortion, unless they wanted to talk to us, and then we would be happy to talk to them if they came to talk to us, but right. we would never like force ourselves on them at all. Yeah, in, in the movie, and we were talking about this earlier, The that facility, in other words, you could stand right outside the fence, and the fence was, you could talk through the fence. Yeah. And, and it literally, people drove in, parked their car. When they got out of their car, somebody from 40 Days for Life would be standing right there and very politely say, ma'am, can I, can I speak with you? And sometimes it was very effective. Yeah. <laughs> and, and other times the women just ran. Right. They just ran. But um, a lot of times, and even when they would run, the comments they may say would cause them to pause for a moment. Because 
even though a, a woman may come to a clinic, she's made up her mind. She's still not absolutely sure. I can't imagine that she could be so resolute about this that even as, as she's approaching the door, she's having second thoughts. I think quite a few people go in and see the reality of it and change their minds. And and if if somebody's outside, um, that probably helps them maybe come to the decision. Because especially in a a town like Tallahassee, where we have all these universities, you have all these young young women. And of course, we've had Jamie Brown on the show many, many times, and we've talked about this. And and, uh, you're away from home. You don't know where to go. You don't know what to do. And maybe the other person that's involved in this is really encouraging this to take place. And I'm just simply saying to you, as just a, a man behind a microphone, there are people that you can reach out to. Yes. And uh, the, the, uh, there's a group called the, the Fight Center here in Tallahassee. There's a, a Women's Pregnancy Center. I guarantee you, you call these people, they're not going to berate you. They're just going to give – you, you'll feel the most wonderful love from these people. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Have you ever been involved in, in, in going down to see what they do? Or I have. Yeah. Uh, I spent uh, some time at the Fire Center, and uh, I'm real familiar with the Women's Pregnancy Center and Open Door. Um, and they are – they are – they're so loving. Yeah. And they – they're so joyful when they can help somebody. They really are. Yeah. Really are, yeah. And, and it is yeah. a place. It's it's just, um, have so many women kind of come there first and then, then they have their minds changed because they realize right. Right. that there are options. A lot, you're right. A lot of people are just desperate and they don't understand don't what the choices yeah. are. Yeah. And I remember when, uh, um, a woman's practice center was over in, uh, Magnolia Center. Right off of uh, Park Avenue there, and they they purposely changed their location so they could be near the campus. Yes, and that was quite intentional. And I I was involved in that. It's I, mean, I went down there when they were they gutted the building, <laughs> and we actually had a prayer meeting sitting on buckets. <laughs> and so and and I I watched this happen, and. Uh, because they realized that there was a need there. Yes. Because here you're talking about women who are not from Tallahassee. They don't. They don't know people here. Some of them are not even from America. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and so here they are. They're right there, and they have a presence on the campus. And they also have people on campus who are just there to say, "Hey, there's a choice here. There are people who will love you and and guide you through this thing, and and uh, help you." And I think that's very, very important. So the people who are who with forty days for a purpose, when they're coming out there, they're not coming out there to condemn. They're they're there to, to say, hey, there are other alternatives here. And um, in in your in, in your website and uh, the website that you have, do you have a local one or is it just a no, national? It's just forty days for life. But there's a local. You can go to your local vigil, which is ours. If they, if you can type in Tallahassee, and it will it will take you to the sign up sheet. And okay. um, and I also post messages there. And once you sign up and you give us your email address, then um, we we can send. A, I will send emails to to the whole group of people, letting them know, you know, reminding them there's a prayer service or, or okay. letting no information. So, so that's local. 
Dead slow. You, yeah. yeah. Uh, just, just a thought. It just, just came to me as we we're talking about mm-hmm. this. And perhaps on your website, you could, uh, you could refer some of these things because it could be that people who are checking your website are not necessarily people just always looking to come out and uh, pray. They may be people who are looking Seeking. for answers. Yeah. Right. And we do have um, little pieces of, you know, little handouts. So that somebody came to mm-hmm. us and said, you know, do you know of a place I can go? We can we can advise them. Now, I've never put them on the website, and, but if I can, I think that's a really yeah, good I idea. Be, I think it would be good. And you mentioned the the open door clinic. Yes. And the last time that Jamie was on the show with me, she straightened me out on that because I thought that was – an abortion clinic, no. and I had that in my head all this time. She said, "No, no, 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 no. They're, they're, they're another life center." Yes, and uh, and they have changed. I'm, I'm sorry, I can't remember the name. They, they, their clinic. Um, they, they've changed their name on the. Yeah, clinic. she told me that, and I don't, I don't know the it's, name of it. It's something she, like a women's health center. I mean, it's, it's, it's not in a, in not in open door, but I think that organization is still called. But isn't door. it right there in the same area? No, there's no. there's another abortion clinic in Tallahassee, and they have a clinic near that in the okay. same area. Plus, they they have a mobile clinic that they have just started, and they're planning to build another facility, I, I believe. See. But they, okay. I, they, that they don't have yet. Okay. Do you have information how to how to contact them? Because I didn't have them on the show. This is something I've been meaning to do. You can give that to me oh, later. I yeah. will. I, yeah, I know yeah. we need to have them on the show so yes. they can tell us what what they do and what they're involved in. And so that uh, you know we're we're about information, getting information out. And that's why we've got Sister Carolyn here t- today because she's telling us about forty days for life. <laughs> the campaign starts the twenty second of February, their purpose, and you can tell this better than I can, mm-hmm. you're there to pray. Yes, we're praying and um, just being a presence. Um, and and we're there to help if someone seeks us out, but but we just are a presence and, okay. and uh, try to try to pray the, and, and hopefully change some minds that way. Now, what about funding? How, how are you funded? Well, it doesn't really take any money. I mean, the forty days for life. People can give money to them, and they they um, they're a charitable organization. Okay, and they have a staff. I don't know how big it is. I don't think it's huge. Um, and they will send me materials for example, signs right. and bumper stickers. But but they really it doesn't take much money. Yeah, I mean, but 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 these things cost money. I'm talking about yeah. holding up a brochure. Yeah, and, and uh, they do that, and, yeah, and they yeah, so, people give them money right. and for them to do that. So if, if somebody wanted to donate. They go through their national they website. They would go to the 40 Days for Life website. there's places there that yes, they can donate. there's a way yeah. you can donate there. Yeah, I always like to give people an opportunity to do that. Because uh, people, uh, a lot of times there are people who are, they're looking for places to give. Yes. God bless them and, and they have finances to give. And, and uh, they're seeking out places that, that they believe in. The people who are doing a work that's, that's credible mm-hmm. and Oh, well, if you weren't, I wouldn't have you back a second time. Right. <laughs> so, and and they use the money very wisely. Like I yeah. say, they don't. They, there's not a lot of bells and whistles. They do what needs to be done, but they're not right, wasting right. the money. Right. And I, I don't. I haven't told you this before, but um, there there are present in sixty nations around the world really? in a thousand wow. cities. Wow. Um, there are eight thousand campaigns, and they have had over the, over their the life of, of forty days for life. They have a million people participating. Yeah, I see that on the brochure here. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's a huge, and it's grown. You know, from a small just a, a small ministry in yeah. Texas to be this huge worldwide ministry, and that lots of uh, if once you. Um, 
if you get on their email list, they will send you updates. And they're, you know, they send wonderful pictures of people, you know, in, in Peru and people like all over Latin America, all over the world yeah. doing this. Because you're talking about 2007. This is 2021. If, I, if my math is right, that's about 14 years. Mm-hmm. That's amazing growth in yes. 14 years. It yes. really is. But I, I see something else here. It says 18,000 lives saved. From abortion since 1907. How could they track that? Well, these I think these are the ones they know about. People okay. come out and people say, who, I've decided who not. People on yes. a website yeah. or, or something like that. Well, they like tell that. the people outside, I've changed my mind. Or sometimes I think they come back and say, because of you, I have this beautiful one-year-old child. Wow. So I, I think that they probably have saved more 18, than 18,000 lives. But these are the yeah. ones they know about. More than 200 abortion workers have quit their jobs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that that was borne out in the, in the show I'm yes. playing. <laughs> yes. Uh, Abby Johnson, she said, boy, you all, you mean you all rattled our cage <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> when you're out there. And, uh, and so it it's just tells you that it does have effect. So if somebody wants to be involved, they go to the website, they sign up. Mm-hmm. But now you said that people can just show up, but you're not really encouraging that or not. Uh, no, we want them to have to have signed up and to have signed to have read what what we ask of them, right. which is which is to pray and fast and to not um, to to never get in an argument. Right. Um, so we we want them to have gone to the website, read that, signed it, and and understand the purpose of the and means of the organization before they come out. Words, if they're going to come out and represent you, yes. then they have to have, have signed up. Now, you mentioned materials. Are, do you all carry signs or anything like that? I have signs, um, and if anybody wants them, I, I give them to them. Um, they're the kind of you know, signs with the little metal bottoms that you stick in the ground. Right, right. And we can't leave them there because it's a public right-of-way, so right. we have to take them with us. Some people hand make, make their own signs and, and just hold them. Okay, oh, and all that's permitted. It. Absolutely. As long as it's decent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so basically, uh, if you if you go to the website and sign up, they're going to give you a suggested time mm-hmm. for you because because you're wanting to cover the whole period of time. Now you don't have them out there at night because no, I, some campaigns do. In yeah. fact, that they they kind of want 24 hours a day, but. Um, our campaign runs from seven in the morning till seven at night, seven, seven, seven days a week. Yeah. And do you cover all those hours? No, no. So there's there's, there's other times, and and more than one person can sign up for any hour. So at one hour you may have twenty people there. Exactly. Another hour you may not have anybody have nobody, there. Nobody. Right. But ideally, you, you'd like to be able to cover the whole twelve hours. Well, what would be wonderful if we had at least five people every hour during the day, but okay. we don't. And, well, and maybe, but that's a goal. So yeah, hopefully, someday yeah. we will. Absolutely, but we can encourage people as they go to the website. Look at those times that are. Can they tell when they go to the website? Yes. Can they tell what hours are filled? Yeah. And so, okay, there's there's a time that's not been taken. That I'll try to. And maybe they'll recruit some people to, to be a part too. And yeah. I think that's the best if you can get your own group and come. I'm encouraging youth groups to come because. I, I think it's a, a wonderful thing to yeah. do with a group of people. Absolutely, yeah. And, and uh, it, it really everybody strengthened. They strengthen each other, right. and uh, yeah. and it's it becomes a really wonderful experience. I will tell you, last campaign, um, a woman called me and she said she and her husband they were from I think Wisconsin, and they used to participate in Forty Days for Life, and then their abortion clinic closed. 
And so they didn't have one near them, but they come to Florida in the wintertime and they had this big old RV. And she said, can we come by? And I said, that would be great. And so I was out there with another couple of people and this enormous RV pulled up and these lovely people got out and prayed with us for over an hour. <laughs> and then they got in their RV and, and were go. on their way. Wow. It, was, it was wonderful. <laughs> but think about this, uh, uh, a family, well, a large family that would just take a, an hour to yes. come out. And uh, uh, I'm, I'm thinking of my own family because we got all these grandkids. Yeah. You know? and, and I know of another guy who's got a lot of grandkids, too. And I'm going to see him soon. I may encourage you know, to, to, to do So when you go, like you say, it doesn't cost them anything. Mm-mm. Just a little time, and uh, and and it's and it's safe. I mean, it's a safe environment to be in. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, you're you're standing right by the street, but certainly nothing bad has ever happened to me, and uh-huh. and or in Tallahassee in right. general. So, now, now, have, have at times you've been out there? Have there been a lot of children? I know you mentioned one time. Not the, the, very many times. Um, we used to have a, a family that brought a bunch of kids, and they would always come to the prayer service. But I think they moved away, so okay. we haven't gotten a lot of children. But so, I think it's really good for the children yeah so let's plant this vision now you're, you're listening out there you're on your way to church you, you you're a grandparent or a parent you've got children so let's just plant this ideal in your mind pick an hour just an hour you know jesus said can you not pray for one hour and take the children and uh load up go out and spend an hour in prayer with 40 days for a purpose no <laughs> right 40 days for life 40 days for life I think that's a great idea. Just, just think if, if that idea were to just, I mean, begin to multiply itself, bing, 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 in people's minds as they're driving along today and they're listening to the broadcast, hey, I, I can do that. <laughs> and I think it's a great gift to your children. I think the best thing you can do for your children is to build their character. Right. And I think this is yeah. a really wonderful life lesson for them yeah. to learn. Because we've all got these things that's in our mind, something that our parents had us do when we were children. And we didn't really understand it all the time. But it comes back to us. Mm-hmm. I know I do. Yeah. And and this could be one of those things. That, that, what, what were we doing there? And it's kind of like the, remember the, the stones that were stacked up. And they said, what mean you by these stones? Yes. And and this could be one of those things a child later said, Mom and Dad, what were we doing that day? Mm-hmm. See, what an opportunity to teach. <laughs> and because it would be unusual and out of the ordinary, they remember it. Sure, sure. So, 40 days for life. Dot com. Yes. That's the website. You can go there, get all the information, uh, sign up, take the pledge. Very, very important. Pick an hour. And, uh, and we're encouraging you to, to look there and see where there's nobody there during that particular time and see if you can fill in that hour. Because basically, we've got 12 hours a day for 40 days. That's a lot of hours. <laughs> but it can be done. Now, I, so, so basically, it's what, four weeks? Is it how long? How long, how long is it? Is it? Well, 40 days. I guess it's a little more uh, well, than four weeks. A little more than four yeah, weeks. But, yeah. So I guess we would say if, okay, if you sign up for that hour this week, then also go the next week. <laughs> you can. I mean, you yeah. can sign up. You can sign up either for a bunch of hours all at one time or right. just anytime you see that you have some time, you can go back. Yeah, just schedule and it. If yeah. you see all of a sudden you think, oh, I could go by there for an hour. Go by, and then you can go back and just fill it in. You can do it retroactively. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I thought only the, the government could do that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, there you go. That's that's plan. But but remember, when you go, you remember we're representing the Lord here. 
and we always behave ourselves whenever we whenever we do these type of things. We want to represent the Lord well. But if somebody comes to you and begins to ask you questions, you are permitted to do so. Absolutely. And you'll have information that you can hand and put it in somebody's hand. Yeah. And, so, and, and it would be, it's, would be wonderful if somebody did come and you could give them comfort and help. Right. I mean, again, we don't have that many people because it, we're, the, the facility is set so far back from the street. But, uh, you know, it's something you can do for another person. The Lord person. works in mysterious he ways. He does. <laughs> well, I always appreciate you coming and, and bringing us this information. And uh, September the 26th, so it's time to get signed up now. She's wanting to fill these hours in as we as they get ready to launch the fall campaign, yes. 40 Days for Life. Dot com. Yes, you and thank you so much for having Amen. me. I so appreciate it. Well, let's pray over this. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we just pray over this event, Lord God, that it be effective. And the God, that you would bring labors for the harvest. Lord God, you told us that the fields are white, but there needs to be those who are participating in the harvest. And Father God, I pray that you'd raise them up, families, churches. Lord God, that would be a part of this, Lord. Father, bless them. Father, we pray for their safety. And Father God, we pray over our city, we pray over our country, we pray for your kingdom, O oh God. And Lord, I pray for this radio audience, Lord. Just bless them, bless our church services today, I pray. And Father, we pray for peace around the world. We pray for peace in Israel and peace in Jerusalem. And Father, we give you the glory and the praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Sister Carolyn, thanks for being on the show. Thank you. Until next Sunday morning, may the Lord bless you.